0: Consult with a qualified legal, investment, or tax professional.
1: This episode is brought to you by Tickets for Less. Tickets for Less is a Kansas City hometown company that sells concert tickets and sporting event tickets. We want to give a shout-out to them for giving us tickets to the Oklahoma State and Texas Tech games this year at Allen Fieldhouse. Stay tuned to our Twitter page, at Ain't No Seats Pod, for our next giveaway. Use the promo code Ain't No Seats for a discount at checkout.
0: Kansas just does not look like, I don't know if it's going to be Iowa State or if it's going to be Kansas State. I mean, fighting you know, Scott Drews or 6-2 or whatever they are, 7-2. I mean, this is just not a very good Kansas team. You know, everyone thinks we suck and, you know,
2: can't win any games. So we'll see. It'll be fun. And the TCU fans have arrived as well. They are rocking here at Schoemeyer. Set for a showdown with
3: the Jayhawks. Oh, to off the inbound and-
2: We ain't doing it. Alright,
1: what's good? Episode
3: seven. B turn. How you doing?
1: I'm very excited. Probably most exciting win of the year last year last night. Oh my goodness. I mean, we beat three top ten teams, but that was non-con and that was basically to keep the streak alive in my opinion.
3: Oh. What a night last night was. And finally, we're coming into the Ain't No Seats pod talking positively, my guy. Like, we haven't had, we really haven't sat down and been like, wow, what a week, what a fun week that was. I mean, just for our listeners, take them back. You you sent out a video last night, but take them back on all the things that have happened since we started this podcast.
1: So we started the pod January 4th? 5th. I think. It was fourth either 4th or 5th, and up. then the next day, I think, is when Doak busted his wrist, yep. broke his wrist again, mm-hmm. and then we find out Silvio is suspended for two years somehow, yep. and then Marcus Garrett busts his ankle, Yep, and then LeGerald is taking a leave of absence right now, mm-hmm. not sure what's going on, but obviously prayers out to him and his family, whatever's going on. But just, so, like, and we'll win a game, and then something crazy happens. Yeah. Like and an in injury between, or suspension.
3: In between all those things you just mentioned are a whole lot of losses. I don't even know how many losses we've lost in the last month. Probably four, maybe five. I yeah. don't know. Well, four but, big 12 losses, so. So it's been rough, and we're finally back. Ain't no seats, and we get to be positive. So no, I guess.
1: I don't. Th- there's not going to be any negativity this whole no, pod. No,
3: no negativity. Last pod, we did a little negative side. We did a little <laughs> positive. B-turn was mostly negative. Your boy. At our Reinhardt 2012, how you doing? I had the Hawks. I hammered the Hawks over TCU. I said, I'm not counting out this team going 7-1, and 8-0 to end this year. And guess what? We got our first one last night Road in a win. thriller, in an absolute thriller, a game where we controlled it, it seemed, and then we melted down harder than you could melt down. But let's just get into the TCU game. What a win. I mean, huge. Feel like that changed the whole season. It did. Just because, like we said last pod, we needed one road win to give this team some confidence, and I it think was that's just like it. it was just an a game where so many guys it felt like they grew in different areas. I mean, Dotson was incredible. We started down seven zero, and uh, it felt like Dotson was like that calming influence, yeah. senior point guard. It's like, hey guys, chill the hell out. Give me the ball. Let me hit some shots. We're gonna be mm-hmm. fine. As a freshman, that's big. Now, obviously, we might talk a little later about his. You know he had a spurt in the second half that wasn't great, but still he ended up, he won us that game. So he grew, he grows in that yeah, game. Yeah,
1: and the thing with Devon is I feel like he's growing every game. Yeah, and like you said, you need that from your point guard, someone to call, like especially on the road. Yeah, get the crowd out of it, kind of, and settle everyone down, run sets, and get good shots. And the thing with Devon is his jumper looks better every night now. Exactly, he's knocking I- down threes, and that just makes him more dangerous because we talk about how he can get to the lane and finish and. He draws contact, and the thing with him is he makes free throws
3: too. So Exactly. Big, big free throws last night. Um, and you brought up the jump shot. I mean, when he came in to KU, I think one of the concerns with him is, like, he can get to the rim at will. He's so quick, but can he shoot? And, dude, he's shooting 42% from three. Unreal. I would have never thought that was possible with just – even his shot. I mean, he doesn't have – it's not a bad-looking shot, but it's just a little different. Mm-hmm. But – I mean, he last seems,
1: he seems hesitant sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> like he'll be open for three, and he doesn't want to shoot it. He'd rather drive to the lane. But right now, he's oozing with confidence.
3: Yeah. So he was big time, obviously best player on the floor. Twenty five, ten, and five. That's some B I F M numbers, big time numbers. Um, but Ochai, Dotson, and Ochai.
1: Yeah. Dotson had ten boards, and he's a six foot point guard. Yeah, he he can rebound. Yeah, he's like (laughs) he's listed at like (laughs) six two, but he's probably five ten. He's a little guy, so yeah, ten boards. If he's rebounding, everyone else needs to.
3: Yeah, and I mean Ochai, another guy. Ochai is just so aggressive, man. He'll go in and get up there for rebounds. Yes, he had eleven rebounds. Yeah,
1: he's gonna go after every board no matter what.
3: Yeah, I love him. He kind of he also in that first half. I mean, pretty much in the first half, it was Dotson and Ochai. That was it. Ochai. Um, is he the only player on the team that can dunk? Um, Dotson dunked
1: last week, but I don't see anyone <laughs> else dunking. Other than that, nobody I don't know else if Qs can dunk. Dunk. Can dunk. dunk. I don't know if Qs <laughs> dunked all year. And we talk about Diedrich every episode that yeah, we're no not. Chance we're not sure dunk. if he can dunk.
3: Yeah. So shout out to Ochai. at had another pretty impressive Amazing. dunk. He caught that lob in the second half. He's just so athletic. He shoots the ball yeah. well. He goes after rebounds, like you said. He plays aggressive. He just he's one of those guys that understands exactly how Bill wants him to go play and Yeah,
1: he knows his role. Yeah. So he well, was great. I, I think the thing with Oach that people don't talk about enough is his IQ. Yeah. Like last night he's driving the lane, he gets fouled, immediately throws the ball up. <laughs> it ends up going in. Yeah. It's just I mean, he know, like he's in the right place at the right time all the time. Mm-hmm. And he, he just plays hard on both balls. ends. And, and being able to out jump anyone also helps. That dude just jumps out of the gym. It's
3: insane. It's so exciting having someone, especially someone that's so young and he's really only been like a big time basketball player. Like he played soccer in high school. Like that's what that's he focused crazy. on. Then junior year he obviously was like, Whoa, I'm six five, really athletic, and I should probably play basketball. It's just um an incredible story right now. Like every KU
1: <laughs> fan talks about how he should be on the bench and you can make the case for him being our best player some nights.
3: I know, it's crazy. So it's super exciting and that is one thing we talked about is While this team was melting down and looking like maybe the season was over, they had no hope, there's a lot of just positive guys. I don't know how to – like a ceiling. There's more of a ceiling. This team can still go high with the way Ochai is playing, the way Dotson's playing, and even Grimes. I know Grimes didn't make shots last night, but Grimes is improving. He's playing good defense. He's getting more aggressive um that's the thing that's i'm kind of staying positive with with grimes is i mean he still put up eight threes last
1: night yeah he's still confident in his shot and bill's still letting him be out there in the most important
3: times of the game yeah so i'm definitely excited about what this team can do and so obviously we've talked about is eight no is eight no possible or is seven and one possible and i think it absolutely is but I get let's Let's not get into that yet. Let's no. talk more about this TCU game because that game was incredible. We could so, talk about this game the whole time. I know. So we start down seven zero. Dotson settles us down. Him and Ochai kind of lead us the first half. At the end of the first half, though, Diedrich uh, gets a little mad with Bill, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm sitting there like, are we really imploding this bad? Like, are we? Is our best <laughs> player now trying to fight our coach? Holly Rowe asks Bill a question. Bill gets mad, storms off. Like.
1: And we've never seen Bill do that with Holly. Like I know. They have a great relationship.
3: Yeah, it's like getting mad at your mom. Like Literally, Holly is just she's the most motherly lady of all time.
1: Exactly. She's <laughs> been doing our <laughs> games for 50 years, I swear. So that's kind
3: of that's kind of how the first half ends, and you're like, oh my gosh, like we played fine, but Diedrich didn't really do anything. Yeah, we're tied. Bill and Diedrich just got like Diedrich just chucked the water. I felt pretty
1: good that we were tied at that point, just because, like you said, Diedrich struggled the whole half.
3: So that's what I was gonna ask. Did you feel good? Because I'm like I was that's torn what, because it's like we played pretty well and we're tied, but now our best players mad at our coach. Is yeah. Bill gonna come out in the second half and make a statement and sit Diedrich? He didn't, but that's kind of how i was feeling coming yeah, in the we, second half. i
1: mean 37 points is a good amount for us in a half so for i sure. feel like i mean i felt i felt good about it but i also kind of felt weird about it i thought we could have been up a little bit at half we didn't get stops at the end of the half robinson yeah. hit some threes and
3: yeah it, i mean grimes actually we were about to be down at the half grimes hit a step back in this first half that kind of tied the game yeah um but second half, I thought two names that really stuck out to me outside of Dotson, Ochai, Dedrick, those guys. Well, yeah, we know what they did, but yeah. you got to have role players. I thought Mitch in the beginning of the first or second half and kind of late in the game, Mitch and Big Dave gave huge minutes for yeah. this team.
1: And like we've been stressing, we need a big man to step up. I thought both of them gave good minutes. I mean, Mitch had like two blocks in a span of a mm-hmm. couple minutes just because I literally remember tweeting, Mitch just said, give me that shit. Yeah. And then. He had a block the next possession, so I was like going
3: back and he's. Uh, Mitch was huge last year at TCU too. He yeah. had like the game winning block. So he I really don't know was. when Mitch plays in Fort Worth. Is he the greatest big of all time? Still to be, still to be known. But retires jersey. <laughs> but, <laughs> he's been good the last three nights.
1: He was good I in know. Manhattan. I thought he had six and five in Manhattan, which doesn't sound insane. But the dude also is averaging like two and two and not playing much. Yeah, and six that and five and it, six and five and fourteen minutes in Manhattan is pretty good.
3: Yeah. Especially that first half, we it felt like we were about to get blown out, and he and Charlie kind of came in and saved us in that half. So, I
1: I just I feel like Bill Self kind of sat either him and Dave or just Mitch. It's like Mitch, we just we need you to give minutes. Like that guy, I mean, he plays hard most of the time. Yeah, and it's just
3: with Marcus out, he's really the only guy that has any experience in these like big road games. So. He's done exactly what you want out of a role player like him. It's just you've been around the program. You know what needs to be done on the road. you got to make big defensive plays, and that's what he's done. Yep. And um, he, had, he had nine rebounds on Saturday against Oklahoma State. Yeah. So he's playing great as much as you can really ask out of him. Um, and Big Dave, the game, <laughs> I tweeted last night that the game's starting to slow down for him. And then, like, the next possession he, like, spazzed out and hit, like, a <laughs> shot where he's falling to the ground. But yeah. he made it. And... He honestly might have had the biggest rebound of the game. Huge. On that I mean, free throw, we just like ragdolled yeah, the guy. And just Bane, took it it looked
1: like Bane was going to get a jump ball, and then Dave just took it from him like a man.
3: Yeah. So if that they g-
1: get that, if they, I think the possession was actually going to TCU. So if they get that, and I think we're only up two or three right there.
3: Yeah. Maybe I mean, one. I have if, to go see. But if Bane comes out with that, it always feels like that's a pass where it goes right out. To the three-point line, a guy drains and they a hit three. one. Like Probably offensive, Alex, yeah. Alex Robinson oh, would have hit, of course. One. Yeah. So,
1: but that scenario kind of reminded me of the Texas game at Texas when we needed to get a rebound and the one they missed. The one-one came out mm-hmm. and they got it. It's like it's just a huge difference. Yeah, that's a good you give point. us the ball, give us a possession, and just a big rebound by Dave, obviously.
3: Yeah. And that was big. And that goes back to what I said earlier. It's just like it was a game where it felt like everyone you look at kind of grew up in a way. Maybe outside of Diedrich, I mean. Dotson grew up. Ochai grew up. Grimes did things he's not usually doing. He played. I thought Grimes played pretty good defense most of the night. Big Dave had a big rebound. Mitch did a lot of things you ask out of him. And obviously, let's get to it. KJ Lawson time, baby. Yes. KJ Lawson Lawson time. KJ Lawson. If you would have told me that a month ago, that in a Big Twelve game, a road game, a must-win in the at the end of regulation that K.J. Lawson's going to hit the biggest shot of the season, I would have laughed in your face. Oh,
1: yeah. Like, but I think I even tweeted, like, we. I knew he would hit a big shot eventually because he wants, like, like we say, K.J. Lawson time is a thing because yeah. he wants to shoot. I know. Like, he wants to get up shots, and that game might, I mean, obviously if he doesn't score there, the game's not I even going to go to overtime, and we have no chance. And then he hits a big shot in overtime in a tie game. Mm-hmm. And
3: it's kind of hilarious because we've talked about how, like, K.J. goes home and thinks like – K.J. might think he's the best player on the team, and we've joked about that being funny, but it's also like that gave him the confidence to be like, I don't care that we're losing by two in a must-win game. I don't care that I'm like the ninth option on this team. I'm going to go get us a bucket because I'm K.J. Lawson. I'm the best player on the court.
1: And the thing with K.J. is like he was hitting big shots and he had ten points, but I feel like he looked more comfortable just in general last night. Like when I think that was his best game as a
3: Jayhawk for sure. Yeah, I would for sure say so. I mean, still just – I mean, he had the 10 points, and most of them early were just kind of layups. But like you said, like he was just getting to the right spots. I mean, Charlie had a nice dish to him, but still he was doing what he – is. like we already said, like dudes just played their role last night, and Mm -hmm. it was just fun to watch. And I think everyone leaving that game, maybe outside of Grimes and Charlie, are more confident than they were going in. And Grimes was just an issue of not making shots. Like if he makes two or three shots – We're sitting here talking about how good Grimes played, so,
1: and it's it might be scary that KJ is going to be even more confident now. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like we might have to come up with a new quote, like something more than it's KJ (laughs) lost in time. KJ
3: is going to be stunned when he's not starting. But
1: yeah, I mean, with those big shots, it's like it's not like he wasn't working to get those shots. Like he got into the lane, made Mm -hmm. a floater, he made a move. It's not like he hit a desperation shot like he hit exactly if he doesn't hit those shots we probably lose yeah it which is and obvious and it but. wasn't
3: even a shot like you said it wasn't a desperation shot where it was like he has to shoot it he has no choice it was like I mean Dotson threw a nice skip pass across the court and mm-hmm. but it was like KJ could have easily just immediately passed it yeah but he was like caught the ball kind of brought his defender in drove around makes a floater like that's a confident play for, for a guy sure. that plays like nine ten twelve minutes a game I don't know so that was big time uh, it was so much fun. I mean, Twitter goes crazy when KJ scores. Yeah,
1: but like you tweeted, I mean, the confidence ended up helping us. Yeah. Keep the streak alive. Yeah, basically. it's
3: funny. It's funny to joke about, but now it's like all of a sudden come back and it's like KJ lost and <laughs> saved are, the big 12 yeah, streak. Those are
1: high percentage shots. Like I don't want any of our guards shooting a little five-foot bunny floater yeah. like that <laughs> to save
3: the game. Seriously. Oh, I was still so stressed when I saw him driving to shoot it, but it was like yeah, it was money.
1: Just because it's KJ. <laughs> yeah,
3: he uh, he's awesome. I mean – I love it. Like, every time KJ scores, my Twitter mentions or, like, I'll get texts <laughs> or DMs, people just being like, it's KJ Lawson time, and I've never been more excited to just be the guy known as the KJ Lawson guy. So, yeah, we're
1: going to have to, like, sell shirts that say that or do something.
3: It. Let us know if you'd buy a KJ Lawson shirt, and let's just sell some shirts. It's KJ Lawson time, baby. That's the new brand. <laughs> um, but, all right. So, obviously, I guess KJ ties the game. We go to overtime, 69-69. Nice. Nice. Uh, how were you feeling going into overtime? I think you already t- – I mean, you felt pretty good, right? I felt
1: confident going to OT just because I feel like TCU came back. Like, that took a lot out of them, and then w- they take the lead. They were up, like, four late, and then yeah. we tie it, send it to OT. And they had the ball last. Like, they could have won it there, and they had a horrible possession there at the end. They did not get a good shot off.
3: Yeah, we. P- I mean, that's the thing. We played really good defense. I guess we didn't really talk about how we gave up that lead before overtime, yeah. and I don't know how no, much we'll you want to touch on no, it. No, we can talk about it. but It was
1: – I just feel like they were – I don't know even how to describe it. I mean, they were probably gassed just because they went on a, I mean, a 20 to four runs. And, insane. I mean,
3: it felt like Dotson, he played great, but it felt like he was kind of the one turning the ball over, but yeah. he probably was gassed. He played every minute, and Robinson was essentially picking him up mm-hmm. three-quarters court. Yeah, almost um, all the way down the floor. So, And that's a senior on a freshman. So, like, Dotson got flustered for a little bit. Um, and that's kind of how it got, they got back in the game. Yeah. I just feel like you can – defense stepped up.
1: Obviously, anyone can win in a five-minute OT, but I can just – I feel like you can kind of tell who has the minimum, momentum before. Yeah. I like mean, at Allen Fieldhouse, when we come on those crazy comebacks and it goes to OT, you're like, there's no way we lose this game. Yeah. It's kind of it, like the West Virginia game when Devontae was oh hitting yeah. all those shots. And once it goes to OT, it's like – West Foss done.
3: Yeah, and it felt like TCU had a really, like, it felt like when they went up 4, 69, 65, like they had to, that was the point where they had to kill us, end us in the game. Yeah, and, and they, they didn't. didn't. I mean, we got big defensive stops. The video review was huge. That's,
1: that's what I was about to say, yeah. Um,
3: and both Lawson, brother. I mean, KJ, or... Er, KJ hit the big shot, but Diedrich the possession before to cut it to two gets an offensive rebound, scores yep. it there. So and shout out to the Lawson brothers. The
1: way Diedrich rebounds is insane. Like just getting us extra possessions and stuff. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't get that board there. The game's probably over.
3: Exactly. So a tough game for him. Overall, still manages to get a little fourteen ten. No big deal. But yeah. Somehow, <laughs> yeah. quiet. <laughs> yeah, quiet little fourteen <laughs> ten. But so we get to overtime. We're tied. You're feeling good. My I will say my concern was it's a road game and Pedrix yeah. in foul trouble and Mitch was in foul OT trouble. OT should game. favor the home team probably. Yeah. So but to your point it's like we have Bill self Bill self, give me 5 minutes of execute pretty much. I mean, it's going to be a game that just comes down to execution and give yeah. me a Bill self I mean, team. every
1: possession is huge in yeah. OT obviously, but we got out up 5 in OT and I felt confident and then I think they ended up tying it, and then that's when K.J. hit the floater.
3: Yeah, K.J. lost in time, baby. But in overtime, uh, I mean, it was interesting. We come out, it, it really wasn't a ton of offense. I mean, at one point, Grimes passes up an open three, dishes it to Dotson. Dotson passes up the open three, throws it to Ochai, who wasn't even looking at Dotson. He thought Dotson shot, he was so he's looking go, at the goal. Yep. Ochai catches the ball awkwardly and still drains the shot, which puts us up three Probably the third biggest shot of the night. Yeah, I
1: I still remember Fran saying like, Ochai went to go crash the boards. Yeah, and then he came back out and (laughs) wasn't ready to shoot, but he knocked it down. He's got a nice stroke. Yeah, really good. That's what the thing with Ochai is. Like I heard he wasn't that good of a shooter. I know that's why he might get redshirted. Well, he was getting redshirted,
3: and then yeah, he's been hitting shots all year. I wonder what he's shooting from three. We're gonna have to look that one up. He seemed. uh, He's just so confident. For a freshman to be in an overtime game on the road, get a ball you're not expecting, and just drain the shot.
1: Yeah. And its stat line speaks for itself. He had 20 and 11. Two of our guards had double doubles with double digit rebounds. Yeah. That's pretty insane. I mean,
3: we've talked about that on this pod countless times. Like, we've got to (laughs) get Diedrich help. So
1: that win, that's just, that's the biggest win of the year. Oh, yeah. So far, no question.
3: So fun to think about. And I mean, late, so obviously KJ hits a big shot after the. well, he puts us up 76-74, but then Devon Dotson, Little Baby Dot, Clutch. just just seals the game. Free throw after free throw yeah. after free throw.
1: I remember he went to the free throw line late, and Fran was like, there's no way he misses any of these. And I was like, oh, here's Fran goes again <laughs> trying to jinx us <laughs> and wanting us straight. to lose, yep. and then he makes both. Just, I think he made six in a row to end the game.
3: Yep, yep, and cramping a freshman, too. man. Yeah. Cramping.
1: I was so scared when he went
3: down. I know. I was like, because I think the rule is, does Dixon get to pick who shoots our free throws in that situation? I think so, yeah. So, so I mean, he'd,
1: uh, Garrett <laughs> Lewinstra. He'd, he'd take the cast off Udoka <laughs> and have him come shoot free throws. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I'm sitting there looking at dots on the ground. I'm like, dude, you got to get up. or I was so scared, and then I saw a mouth cramp. I'm cramping up. Yeah, I was like, so oh, man. I mean, Can you imagine a- if we don't have a point guard right now? <laughs> We'd have probably Q bringing the ball up.
3: No, uh, yeah, I mean or Charlie, Charlie. Which I don't know what's oh, better, my. but uh <laughs> yeah, so shout out to Dot. He stands up, makes the free throws. Bill said in post game, Bill was ready to call a timeout to like get him f- holy like fully good to go and mm-hmm. Dot was like, "No, I'm good. No. I'm going to make these." And he did. So
1: He's a bad boy. <sighs> I'm so excited about him like like I said, he's been getting better every night and Just thinking about where he's going to be a month from now. Like, Big 12 tournament time, is he just going to give it to everyone in the Big 12 tournament?
3: And we kind of threw this question out. Like, I don't know where he ranks on top point guards in the Big 12. Um, He's still young, still makes some mistakes sometimes. But, like, if you had to tell me to make a choice on who I want my point guard to be in the rest of the year, it's hard to not say Devon Dotson. Especially if he's hitting jumpers like he is.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Because who can stay in front of him right now? Mm -mm. He gets to the rim, facilitates, finishes. If he doesn't finish, he gets fouled. And then he doesn't miss free throws. He's got to be in the 80s with free throws. He
3: really. I mean, he missed that one, one and one, and then you'd think that would kind of get in a freshman's head, and he comes back. Yeah. and over we missed time a lot of
1: we missed a lot of one ones. Dude, late.
3: I was so mad. Last night went from meltdown city. Like was, I was the yeah. most negative I've been all year watching that game because I wanted it so bad. And I think we even talked. Like it felt like a freaking tournament game just because it, it was like it's just a must the desperation type feeling of like if we lose, like the rest of the season's not going to be near as fun. But I was being so negative because it was just like, it, you, we've seen this before. We've seen the meltdown. We've seen the turnovers. We've seen the missed yes. free throws. And it was just incredible to see us turn and around and not allow that to happen.
1: Yeah, and this finally felt like this. we're finally going to win a road game. I know. We get up 61-49 with 9 9 left. Oh. And TCU had seven, or 37 at half. So they yeah. only had 12 points, like 11 minutes and the half. I'm sitting there thinking, like, we're, we're, there's no way we lose this game. TCU can't score. We look fluid on offense, and then you
3: look, and TCU's up four somehow. 20-4 yeah, to four run. That stretch where they turned us over, like, I mean, the three. I mean, they turn us – at some point, Dotson gets, like, his pocket pick from behind him, and it leads to a three. It was just, like, everything was going wrong, and they were just capitalizing on every turnover. Yeah. So frustrating And what watch. made
1: the win even sweeter is, like, they've been so bad on the road that you think we would have just shut down exactly. or just – couldn't execute on offense, and then, I mean, we find a way to pull it out, obviously.
3: Yeah, and that's why it was just such a such a game where it feels like it's going to be huge for confidence. It's going to be huge for just the team morale. Like, it's like now we can go into OU, Stillwater. Like, now you don't have that monkey on your back. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, can we win on the road? It's like, no, we can win anywhere. So, yeah,
1: because even, like, us as fans, like, we were stressing out and worried about us on the road, and I'm sure the players felt the same way. Like, they just – I mean, they were getting so close to winning road games, but they couldn't pull it out, and now they did, and they know how to win on the road now. I mean, they've won one game, but that has to give them confidence. And even the after party in the locker
3: room. That's what I was just about to bring up. Yeah,
1: that has to make them feel good about everything.
3: Yeah, that locker room celebration, like, that, we obviously, we've seen that. We've seen that with the Macklemore team. We saw it with the Wiggins team. Like, we've seen it, but this year we haven't really. I mean, that just seemed like everybody had gotten so relieved – and everyone was just celebrating. Every single guy in that locker room looked happy. Yeah, and I don't know if there's other wins we've had this year where everyone in the locker room's happy. I mean, there might be guys like KJ probably upset about minutes before. Yeah, Quentin upset about performance. Every dude when Bill Self came skipping in that locker room which was by the way ready that's to, like <laughs>
1: yeah ready to party, dude. It <laughs> was awesome to see it that,
3: in and the whole place just goes nuts. like when KU basketball starts hitting the hey hey yeah. hey hey you know you're in trouble yeah cause that team has got their swagger back and uh i'm feeling good i think feel really good
1: like we said we need to at least go three and one on the road and i know tech's gonna be tough but that tcu game had to rank as one of the toughest road games left mm-hmm. no question just because yeah, I, mean, I feel like ou's falling off oklahoma state's not very good and sure. then i mean we have tech but the thing with tech is i think we're better than them we, we are, are better, better than, than them. them. It's just going to be a tough atmosphere cuz the way they play defense and we struggle to score on the road, but we go two now we we said we got to go 3 and 1 on the road for sure. Mm-hmm. Now we just got to go 2 and 1.
3: Yeah. So since we brought it up, I think we we're going to talk about this a little later, but let's just take a little look at the rest of the slate. All right. And I've got a couple things I want to point out. I said last pod 8 knows in play and now I really think 8 knows in play because I said this last time without a little th- a tidbit that I did not know.
1: Well, 7-1 and one doesn't even sound crazy anymore because you no. win that
3: one. I mean, if we go worse than 7-1, it's like we lost a really, really bad
1: game. Oh, man, that game just means so much. Like, so much pressure is off us now. Mm-hmm. It's
3: insane. So, here's the rest of our schedule. We got West Virginia on Saturday. They have, like, four scholarship players. They're the worst basketball team I've ever seen. We're going to beat the shit out of them. We then go to Tech, and here is where... I think this season is about to change drastically. And here's the stat. I just saw this stat pop up on my Twitter timeline. We get a week off. We get seven days <laughs> off to prep for this game. And Bill Self, with three-plus days to prep, is 286-58. and 58. <laughs> That's stupid. That's 83%. He wins 83% of his games with three-plus days to prep. He gets six or seven, I mean, however you want to call it, 6 I guess cuz we play Saturday and we don't play tech until Saturday. So, how are you feeling about that tech game now? Does that change your mind a little bit? Yeah,
1: I feel amazing about <laughs> it now. Just cuz we've already played them first off, so he knows what's coming. 7 days to prepare for yeah. Bill Self, a Hall of Fame coach.
2: Mhm.
3: And like we said, we're better than them. Yeah. So I'm I'm I saw that this week and I got so excited. So then let's say we win at Tech because Bill's gonna have the greatest game plan of all time. We're gonna win. We play KSU at home the next game. It'd be a tough game. they they've tough. Almost, they've almost KSU's won there. That they've almost won there three years in a row now, or two yeah. years. in a row. and so. we have said
1: they're due to win there. I mean, not many teams win there, but it's been a really long time since yeah. they beat us. Probably '05, right? Uh,
3: yeah, Chalmers and them freshman year, either '05. Six. It was probably 06. Who was like, their coach? Woolridge? Yeah. Jim Woolridge or dude whatever? Neck brace dude. Like, Remember when he
1: charged the court in Manhattan? <laughs> we were up by like 40, and he yeah. was at half court. Yeah. In the ref's face.
3: Got booted. I always picture, I don't think he had a neck the brace neck on brace, when that happened, so but I always pick, I just picture that guy permanently having a neck brace on. <laughs> so, yeah. So they haven't won here in a while. Um, Bruce has never won here. You know, Bill's not getting, like, Bill will not get swept by Bruce Weber. I'll go no. ahead and put that out there.
1: Like I definitely think we're gonna win, but I also am not gonna like I'm not gonna say we're absolutely gonna win just because K State's so tough. It will be tough. And they got I mean Barry Brown Dean they're seniors they haven't won an Allen. Mm-hmm. I mean Dean's a Kansas kid. Yeah, it'll be a tough game. I it don't see be. us. I mean I don't see us controlling the whole game. I don't yeah. really see us blowing them out.
3: Yeah. So, but I'm gonna assume we get the win like you said. It'll losing, be tough. I'll say that we'll get the win and then we go at Oklahoma State. They're bad. Then we go at OU. They've been struggling. I still think that game, if they're still kind of on that bubble, I mean, I think they're still in the tournament right now. That game could be a desperate game for them. Um, So (laughs) that kind of worries me. For sure.
1: The thing with us is every road atmosphere is going to be tough. It's going to be probably the most packed game of the year. Yeah. Like people see KU on the schedule and they're going to get tickets or the students are going to go. So no matter what, it's going to be tough environments to play in.
3: Yeah, I think best-case scenario for us is if OU kind of just starts to, like, implode and, like, have no chance at the tournament. We go into that game and just, you know, we m- who knows? At that point, that game might be for us to clinch a tie or clinch yeah. it outright. Who knows what Can happens? Can you
1: imagine if we somehow win this shit outright? <laughs> it would be so funny, dude. If this team wins it, this streak's going to go on forever.
3: It, I mean, it literally will. Bring
1: in any recruit, bring in any coach— Bring in anyone. There's no, there's the st- how's the streak not going to continue if this team doesn't win it? It would be so funny
3: if we find a way to extend this streak. Because, I mean, K-State's good. We've touched on it. They're super experienced. But after this year, they've got, like, nobody. Yeah. I mean, they're, I mean Iowa State is always, I think, going to have some dudes. But it's like Iowa State's got a really good squad this year. And if they can't find a way to beat the streak, I don't know when. It, I think what's going to happen if we win it this year is, like, the streak's going to end due to conference realignment. Yeah. (laughs) That's the way I see it. It's
1: crazy. I mean, the streak could get up to 20 or so, but it's not like our team sucks. Like, I'm not saying we suck, but just everything that's happened, it's like there's been a lot of distractions. And if you can't get this team, like CDOT said, if you can't get this (laughs) team, then I don't know what team you're going to get.
3: Yeah, and I I see a lot of people on Twitter, like non-KU fans, being like, oh, poor KU, they start – Three McDonald's All-American and Diedrich Lawson, and they've got four stars coming off the bench. It's like I get that side of it.
1: That's why we were so excited about this team.
3: But at the same time, like when you've had a whole season where you've been playing certain guys and now you're asking K.J. Lawson to come off the bench and hit the biggest shot of the game, yeah. like that's hard. I don't you've, care what star these dudes are. It is hard to just all of a sudden be – You're a five – David McCormick, yeah, he's a five-star, but he hasn't been playing all year, and now you're telling him to go into the biggest atmosphere and make big plays? That's hard.
1: I mean, right now we're without at least two starters that started the year out starting, Mm -hmm. LeGerald and Doak, which are your two oldest dudes on the team, well, like, year-wise. Yeah. And then Marcus was starting, and you lose him. Best defender. So it's like, yeah, I mean, we got guys that can replace him, but imagine if we did have those guys.
3: I know. So – like you said, like if we don't – if no one gets us this year, I don't know when it's going to happen. 2046. Same, yeah. I'm my yeah. I'm not, is, not trying. My to son is going to be so mad. But
1: <clears throat> I'm not trying to be a douche. I'm just saying – like everyone's been saying it. If you if this team wins the Big 12
3: somehow, it's just absurd. It's going to be so fun. Can you imagine that? But I'm right confident now. I'm very confident. I said we were going 8-0 last week, and now I'm very confident. We're what going
1: do we now? have to go now to win, at least share, you think? I think seven, seven and, and one. I think seven and one. Producer is AB doable. says seven and one. Folks. <laughs> Throwing up gang signs over here. Man, I think it it definitely depends on what K State does this week because they have two tough games. We said we'd record during the K State game tonight, but we're recording before they play at Texas tonight, mm-hmm. and then Iowa State in Manhattan Saturday. One of the toughest teams in the conference. I see no way they win both this week.
3: I think I saw online that there's like a 20% chance. I don't know if it was a Ken Palm projection or maybe just one of those ESPN projections. Like they have a 20% or maybe less than 20% to win both those games. Yep. So you got to think they're losing one. I don't know. I mean, I know they're they, underdogs tonight. So obviously, uh, Cardi Giara Diara Jada, how you say his name? Diarrhea. He's out, uh, against Texas tonight. And it, sounding like he'll probably be out again for Iowa State sounds like it'll be extended time so that's obviously a big miss it's just kind of funny how the tide has turned so quick like we go from melting down thinking we just blew this game against TCU to then we win and then K-State has a major guy get hurt just like all the other conference teams have like they caught a break Saturday with the Baylor injuries.
1: McKay Mason and McClure yeah. Yeah
3: and now now they've got a guy that's hurt and they've got the biggest week of their season so the Big 12 is a freaking grind, and it's hard to believe that K-State's going to find a way to only lose two more games the rest of this when you factor in they got to go to us, got to go to Texas, got to go to again. Iowa State. Or they don't got to go to Iowa State, but they play Baylor and Iowa State again, and they go to TCU. And we saw last night, TCU's tough at home. they got one conference loss at home. I wonder what Bramlage atmosphere will be for those games. I'm sure it'll
1: be insane just because they have a legit legit shot to win the conference
3: yeah i think i think they'll definitely have a pretty good showing for iowa state we might Um, have to just go out to manhattan for a game
1: (laughs) and cheer against them (laughs) maybe uh those would be cool atmospheres though i mean it's gonna you think this the league's
3: gonna come down to the last day i hope so that'll be fun we have scott drew for senior night at the field house at the field house hopefully we have our senior there legerald legerald might come back and go for like 55 points against scott drew
1: that's what i'm i know legerald's going through some stuff right now but our team i i feel like he's kind of been he hasn't been playing as well as he started but maybe that's because he's going through some things Mm -hmm. so maybe he goes home clears his mind comes back and he's just the same guy maybe not he doesn't even need to be the same guy he was because now we got guys stepping up yeah we got devon oach dedrick's always going to be there double double machine
3: just need LeGerald to hit shots, really. Just hit the open shots. Don't do too much. Just be a guy that hits some shots. So, I don't know. That would be so fun, like you said, if it did come down to the final game versus Baylor because, I mean, Bill Self or Scott Drew at Allen Fieldhouse is pretty much always just an absolute slaughter job. So, Yeah, Scott Drew always does beat him. <laughs> Best coach in the league. Uh, yeah. We,
1: we needed- might need to make sure something about Scott Drew. Maybe Scott Drew, like, better than Bill Self
3: t t-shirt yeah oh i mean maybe. some people
1: like the <laughs> scott drew things i say
3: <laughs> that davis would buy it tough <laughs> tough night for the scott drew can't coach crowd all right folks gambling segment this week is brought to you by our clothing sponsor over at crimson feather uh, for those of you guys who don't know crimson feather by now you got to check them out they have an awesome range of gear and have everything you need for game day the brand's legit and their stuff is perfect for the office hanging out at home Or just for the game day. They sent us a box of gear. We're loving it. We got the hats. We got the pullovers. We got the polos. Um, But the reason they're sponsoring the gambling segment is because they're giving our listeners free shipping on all orders, regardless of purchase, until the next game tips when KU covers a spread. So we've actually got that deal going right now because we covered uh, against TCU. Shout out. So go over to crimsonfeatherclothing.com. Use the promo code Seats to get your uh, free shipping and get yourself some nice gear for the next game day. Shout out to Crimson Feather Clothing. All right, well, let's get back to the rest of the schedule, I guess. Actually, mainly one game. Let's go back to that KSU game. It's the, the week after the At Tech game, which we're going to win because Bill's going to have seven days of prep. We've covered that. KSU coming to Allen Fieldhouse. That's a big in. But I think AB has a strong take about this game. AB, welcome to the show, producer AB.
2: Thanks, guy. So yeah, I was sitting uh, sitting by myself last night doing some doing some thinking about KU, and I came to this take that this K State com- game coming up here in a few weeks might be the biggest game at Allen in regards of holding the streak since the streak started. Wow. Um, obviously, the Mizzou game like meant more to everyone; like it was huge, but. We kind of overvalue that, in my opinion, based on the streak. Like, if we lose that, we're still tied with them. We still win the Big Twelve, whatever. Yeah. But you know, looking back, there were a few games I highlighted, but like I landed on the one in '05 when we played Oklahoma State. That Sunday afternoon game, <laughs> Wayne Summers is my guy. Um, <laughs> and that that uh, boom goes the dynamite video. I we're say. gonna have to tweet that out tonight. Yeah, <laughs> that shit's so funny. Wayne Summers all time. But no, Wayne Simeon, that you know clip of him that they always play in the intro video where. He's throwing his arms up, screaming mm-hmm. while he's getting mauled. Okie okay, State game. game. Yeah, Okie yeah. State. That, the, we, if we lose that John game, Hicks. the streak never starts. Um, you know, they miss a three at the buzzer. They would have won it. But I go back to that game and look that this K-State game is probably the biggest game at Allen in terms of winning the conference since then. But I wanted to throw it out to you guys, see if you guys had any arguments with that or, um, you know, any other games that came to mind that might top this one or if we're in for a doozy coming up on, uh was it, February 25th, I believe. Mm-hmm. So.
1: I feel like there's been some pretty crazy west virginia games at home that, have that
3: that's what uh ab threw this at me before you got here i think and that was even i mean freaking last year's uh, west virginia game where doak was huge uh that felt like a huge game now the thing is when you think about all these games in the past there were home games where it was like going into it you were like wow this is the biggest game ever but then we always find a way to win the league by two like we won a league by two games last year, and the middle way through we are playing home games that
2: felt like must-win freaking games.
3: So
1: yeah. who knows game, how that K-State that game, will game will be. game at Texas Tech last year was huge. That's,
2: yeah. yeah, and that's the thing. We've had road games that are big, like the game, but the Allen, Buddy Heald year in Norman, yeah. where we went in there and Devontae went off and really kind of you know, blew up, started his whole career, in my opinion. That's kind of when he started becoming a legend here. But yeah, we've had road really games right, last yeah. year at Tech, that OU game. But in terms of Allen, yeah. I think – keeping the streak alive this one might top all of them you know why it's even obviously it's even bigger
1: it's because if k-state somehow comes into allen and beats us and we still share i'm not going to be proud of this big 12 title exactly it's the
3: reverse of what it was in 2013
1: and we beat them what three times
3: three times
1: but if they if they sweep us Somehow with Bruce Weber, it's just, it's not going to feel the same if we share with them.
2: If they come in and sweep us and we still find a way to share with them, though, like that's on them. They found a way to just blow this thing because if we lose to them, we'll be, I'm assuming we'll be a game back when we play K State. So if we lose, we'd be a couple back. Right. We'd be two back with three games to play. If they blow that, like, I'm sorry. Like, I'll still treat it as a conference title even though we got swept by them. Because, I mean, you look back at the streak, um, back in. It was 05, the first year we had it, we split with OU, and we lost to OU that year. Yeah. And then in, let's see, 06, we lost at Texas, we split with Texas. In 08, we lost at Texas, and we split with Texas again. Yeah. So, like, we've had times where, and I know that was the unbalanced schedule where we only played them once, mm-hmm. but where we split with them team and didn't have the tiebreaker. So, I get it, that K-State year was a little different because we beat them yeah. three times, including the conference tournament. But... I mean, also, over a yeah. stretch of 16 or 18 games, like...
1: Yeah, K-State controls their own destiny. Right. right. So, yeah.
2: I mean, if K-State, if they actually come in and beat us and then still we find a way to share it, like, that's an all-time meltdown by them. And <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'd actually be excited for it because even though they'd be annoying on Twitter saying, oh, well, in 2013 yeah. you gave yeah. us shit, we can just throw it back, like, hey, you guys led by two games with three to play and we still found a way to come back and Didn't they have, count, like, so. a
1: ceremony
3: at Bramlage? <laughs>
1: I'm when sure. they tied it, I'm sure. When
2: I try not to.
3: I try not to hate on them for that because, no, like, care. we do it, is, it every year. Like a, we've, we've we said before, we, AB we've just pointed out. Before. Yeah, we've shared. We've it's lost fine. to the team we shared with. It, it's, but it is fun to make fun of K State for that stuff. The DVDs, the T shirts, like they're just a funny fan base at times. So it's fine. The decade um, of
2: dominance where they <laughs> won like one Big Twelve championship, and I could, <laughs> I, could I could ramble Scott on. Scott that's not going to like us very much after this segment, but.
3: I will say this. If K-State if K- K- does beat us and they still find a way to tie with us, it goes from, like, a proud conference championship to it's just, like, hilarious. It's just one we laugh at for the next 10 years. Like right. In that time, we had our starters out and we got <laughs> swept by K-State and still found a way to win the freaking conference. So if that happens, I'll take it, but I don't – I just – I can't <laughs> take it. Yeah. It like, would be no, cruel. I'm
1: going to take it. Like, they all count, but, like – their fan base will have a day yeah. if they sweep us and we share, Yeah, and which they is fine should. because we I had guess. a day
2: when we did it to them back in 2013. Yeah. So yeah. Things come full circle. But.
1: I think a lot of KU fans think this would be one of the more impressive
3: Big 12 titles. Yeah. So either any way you can get it, you take it. Exactly. That's kind of where I stand. It'll suck that one night on Twitter where they sweep us, and if they swept us, they'd probably be pretty much... Damn near at least clinching a tie, I would think at that point. So what I'm going to say is,
1: if they beat us at Allen, they're probably going to win the Big Twelve. <laughs> that seems to be
3: a I would fair hammer. Assumption. That assumption,
2: hammer so is, that yeah. prediction.
3: But yeah, I mean, absolutely. Um. So yeah, I don't know, Av. That's an interesting take, uh, as it being the most important game of or home game of the street.
1: It feels like that game is going to be so massive. It's yeah. going to be
3: regardless, but and that's why it's so hard to judge because, like I've said, like that Missouri game. Was huge at the time, but we still probably would have tied with them.
2: The OU game, too, the one versus one, or whatever it yeah. was. But the thing with that yeah. is, it was like our second conference game. So, like, it was so early it, on. Yeah, yeah, it was huge, and it was like obviously a hell of a game. But, like, if you lose that game, it's not the end of the world. Like, we lost to Tech last year at home. It was our second or third conference game, and clearly we bounced back. So, yeah. I don't know. It, you know, if things, games that happen that early, you can obviously rebound. Because, I mean, even this year. We're a completely different team than when we played OU at home to start the year. We had yeah. LeGerald. we had Doke, Marcus was healthy, but you know things change. But when it comes down to the wire, and you have three, four, five games left, things kind of tighten up and mean more. Even though you know people will always say, "Yeah, and yeah, just
1: why don't you talk more on the pod?" <laughs> yeah, we need you. I
3: don't know if so you think
2: AB should talk A B
1: is a Folks, A B's a diehard KU fan. He has great takes,
3: I think. Yeah,
2: <laughs> but we we get shit from people saying we over talk over each other too much. Yeah, so. Shut
3: up, B turn. Let me talk. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think, yeah, I mean, that game's gonna be, that's a big Monday game, right? Oh yeah, Ooh, Fieldhouse. That's a big one. <laughs> Live pod before meet up in the <laughs> We warm? have Down. to
1: Bosco Boys was good.
3: Yeah, no, let's go Bosco Boys. Let's hit up Jason Jefferson's and just like freaking pot, eat some. Leaves. That'd be
1: such a fun night. Yeah. yeah. Drink some, be, drink some sodas, and yeah. watch the game. Yeah, well, you're s- gonna be an Allen, right? Oh yeah, i gotta get, I gotta get tickets. You for that. Braden, Braden will find a way. I yeah. think, yeah. I think I'll I'm gonna go. In.
2: But Cole's, I mean, yeah, Cole's gonna go. I'm going with Cole. Oh, but nice. Braden, uh. Braden'll find a way to. Oh yeah, I mean, we haven't really talked about the blame Cole thing on this pod, but yeah. now that it's kind of worn off, we might as well. Our guy Cole. <laughs> oh, he's oh, going Cole.
1: <laughs> Cole, I love you. I'm sorry.
2: I love you too, but man. I mean, if you guys want to fill some time really quick, let me find all these stats on him because it's truly astonishing.
3: Basically, Cole just loses every single big game he attends. So. It's not
2: even that. It's in the most drastic fashion. It's like, like it's, we
1: act like the players see Cole and then they just get scared lose. to play bad. Clearly,
2: <laughs> I don't think it's actually the reason. But let me go through some of these games that he's been to because <laughs> he guys. has this pulled up on his phone. Like he just does <laughs> yes. this daily like, oh, hey. I've got All a list right. of games for you. So I got in my notes, it's titled Big Losses That Cole Has Attended. Uh for KU, NCAA Tournament Games. He was at the 2010 Northern Iowa game, you know, for Oakmanesh. Awesome time. Uh 2014, the Wiggins year. He went and watched Stanford beat us. Yikes. Wiggins
1: had two points, four points. What a time. What a
2: gamer. Uh the next year, we played Wichita State. Cole was certainly in attendance. A that, was a, that was a fun <laughs> <That's> game. Certainly. <laughs> then the year after 2016 we're on a run we're hot we're the number one overall seed uh, we're rolling yeah, KU drives down to or, I'm sorry Cole drives down to Louisville and uh, you know Perry Ellis goes two for five from the field the Yum Beat Center Villanova Beats KU as Devontae Graham. the First player in basketball history to God. foul out without committing a foul. It was wild. He dove on the floor for a ball. <laughs> that ref and saw out. Cole in the stands. It was like, I'm going to foul Devontae Graham out of this yeah. game somehow. Cause... Oh, and guys, we're just getting started, by the way. <laughs> so, um, the Chiefs game this year, Thursday night football. We have a chance to clinch the one seed, clinch the division. It's Tony Gonzalez, Ring of Honor night. Hates the Chiefs. Chiefs are up 14, three different times in that game. Uh, I'm sitting with Cole. We end up losing. Uh, Cole drives to the PGA Championship in St. Louis last year. Tiger Woods is leading. Tiger's rolling. Cole shows up, immediately starts raining. Tornado warnings. They suspend play to the next day. Tiger falls apart on Sunday. A couple years ago, Cole buys tickets to go see Joel Embiid play in Oklahoma City. He bought the tickets on January 23rd. The next game Joel Embiid plays on January 27th, he gets hurt and misses the rest of the season. (laughs) And to top this one all off for you guys Chiefs fans out there, Cole was attending the Chiefs vs. Patriots AFC title game, which, you know, we don't need to go into that one because Braden might not want to talk with us anymore. But, yeah, those are some games Cole's been to, which means when we go to this KUK State game in a couple weeks. Cole. Yikes. Stay off Twitter. Cole, I don't
3: mean to be an asshole, but you need to sell your freaking ticket.
2: No, keep him because I want to go with you. But No,
3: we're
2: going to
1: win that game.
2: (laughs) You're in the building, baby. We should keep tabs on the blame Cole
3: streak. I mean, we had the Ain't No Seeds pod uh that had legs for a minute we had let i mean we what were we texting last night like me and b turn a b we were ready to just never speak to each other again cancel the pod we were done i was about
2: to block numbers
1: 12 with nine minutes
3: yeah and we almost lost and we were like once
1: they took the lead i convinced myself we all did this game's over (laughs) yeah and because the way we play on the road down the
3: stretch we were really discussing canceling the
1: pod like that's (laughs) we felt like we were bad luck folks we felt like we were letting you guys down But no,
2: I mean we're also leaving out the fact that Cole attended KU for four years and was like ninety-two and two at Allen Fieldhouse. But every KU student was right, exactly. (laughs) So, but not
3: every KU student gets up and drives to Louisville while the team's on a seventeen-game winning streak as a number one overall. I think
2: Cole owes me two hundred dollars from that because I made that hundred-to-one bet with my guy Toad and said when we lost to Iowa State that year that we were going to win out and win the national title, like. I made the bet with Braden last week where I said KU's going to win out What's and then lose in the national title game.
1: What's our bet again? What's the payout?
2: Uh, well, you said you were just going to pay me $250. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll gladly paid. pay you. Yeah, so that's straight. We kept that streak alive last night. But, no, I I don't know. I think we'll be fine. K-State clearly doesn't beat us in Allen ever. But, I don't know. This team feels a little different. So, who knows? We'll find out. It'll be a big game. Yeah. Like
1: I said earlier, I'm just Barry and Dean, experienced guys, seniors haven't won an allen I just feel like it's, it's, close. Gonna, it's gonna, yeah they been, been close, close. last year they could have hit a buzzer beater someone beat said they
2: got screwed over a couple years ago but i don't think speed traveled speed did not travel dude he
1: took i think he took one step
2: pretty impressive totally clear long ukrainian legs just hopping from mid court with no dribbles beautiful strides um but yeah, I mean, it could be it could be a toss up. They
3: could definitely beat us. I bet that line is going to be super pretty small. I think on Ken
2: Palm has it KU minus six, oh, okay. but like that's we've a said than I I a few times, force. Ken Palm hates K State yeah, for whatever true. reason. So,
3: so all right. Speaking of Ken Palm, gambling. Should we get into some gambling,
2: fellas? Please, mom. Ab, how you doing? I'm, I'm feeling <laughs> fucking great because I'm leading <laughs> the standings now. Oh man! It's just
1: it's so funny how. His face just lightens up when we say gambling. Yeah, he's, he's so ready. Street I don't regenerate. even
2: bet anymore, but like this pods really got me back into it. We're just in, injected into my veins. I'm sixteen and twelve. I'm leading these bums. I was up, <sighs> but folks, I'm, I'm back. Hurt, dog. Let's get that out. There. Ryan right. Ryan matched me this week. We both went five and two. I think. Yeah. Five and I'm two hot. or six and two. Um, Can I give him
1: an update of what I did in the Oklahoma State game?
2: Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah, we should probably update the people since so they don't know it's behind Oklahoma the Oklahoma State stuff.
1: game Saturday at the Fieldhouse. Originally, on our pod, I hammered. That was my hammer. It was KU minus 14. What? LeGerald was LeGerald out. Was yeah, like LeGerald was Saturday. out. So, I changed my pick to Oklahoma State plus 14, which was nice because like, the mm, line, yeah, right before the game. Minutes
3: before tip-off. <laughs>
1: Which was nice because the line ended up going to KU minus 11, obviously, because LeGerald was out. Oklahoma State ended up hitting a buzzer beater, I think. <laughs> yeah. So, I ended up hitting that, but I changed my over to the under, which the game was way over. I think with like yeah, five minutes left Yeah, hit the over
2: before hit. the under four timeout. Like it so, was... I ended up
1: splitting those. Changed my hammer to the week. It was KU minus 14. Changed it to TCU plus one. Which the line moved like crazy. Yikes. Sorry, guys, but I didn't trust us on the road. And then I took the under. So I went one and three last week, which is incredible. And
3: you changed the
2: hammer. How disrespectful to the hammer name. You can't hammer <laughs> something and then two days later well, you're like, I'm dude. done. I changed my hammer because of peer pressure from you guys. Well, that's Since different. You were live on the pod. The guy sitting to my right rudely interrupted me out of <laughs> KU, minus, or KU plus one Wait, and who in did? Fort Worth. I did. Yeah, uh, Ryan did, but I spoiled his hammer. Either way, I think my prediction was ninety four, ninety one, and triple oats. It <laughs> ended up going to OT. I was amped. I was running around the peanut. I was throwing bows like I was so pumped. I thought that was actually going to happen, so but it did hit the over. Um, my weird hammer high school name you know, came back and ended up hitting. So yeah, I'm sixteen and twelve. These two are fifteen and thirteen. We're all close to each other, but feels good to be on top again.
3: Yeah. So obviously, big week. Let us know. We've actually only got one game to gamble
2: on, right? We might have some fire round yeah, stuff coming we got as the well. Basically,
3: yeah. Producer AB might have some prop bets coming out. Is us, the bye week like a new thing?
2: Yeah, it's new this year because that's the thing with the K State right now is they've played one fewer game than us. Well, two before the Texas game. But Love that. Going into Saturday, they'll play one fewer. So we're what two losses behind them in the loss column? But we're a game and a half back, so yeah. they'll catch up to us by the time they come to Lawrence. But, yeah, that's I think that's new this year where mm-hmm. yeah, we have like a week off, it, yeah. and, which I think is coming at the right time with everything oh, that's perfect. happening. Hopefully we can get Marcus healthy. But speaking of Marcus, I saw a tweet while you guys were recording earlier. <laughs> Uh, Bill does not seem confident that he's going to play on Saturday. I don't mind that. No. Why, why play I, him Saturday? We, I, we, don't, we
1: honestly don't need him to play yeah. Saturday. Sit him I, out. Like I, I said earlier, this is a perfect game for everyone to get minutes, mm-hmm. get a little more comfortable, Yeah. play a bad team. Uh-oh, we're going to beat West Virginia's ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh, yes, we are. Huggins going to drink after the game. <laughs> I mean, he just kicked off two guys <laughs> uh, off that team. So so they beat us in Morgantown. But, but they're coming to Lawrence now and then and I bet I bet Bob huggins uh-uh, gets ejected again uh uh-uh, because we get all the calls and then we're gonna beat them by 30 so so they should change that spread to about minus 25
3: so so uh. wow <laughs> first ever uh full just bill self interview we've ever got for the pod shout out yeah shout out to bill <laughs> but nothing he said was wrong I think we're gonna roll them but we haven't even said the line the actual line Bill's got it at minus 25 a B what does Ken Palm have it at
2: Our guy, Ken Palm, he's been a little bit off lately. Um, I don't really care. We'll go with this because that's what we see now. But uh, as of now, he's got KU minus 15 over under of 149. We're going to do this like golf. I have honors since I'm better than you guys at gambling. Better. (laughs) I am going to hammer the Kansas Jayhawks minus 15. So easy. Easy as never. Never mind. I'm going to. No, I'm still going to hammer KU. (laughs) They're stealing my picks because they know that I'm the winner here. But... Weird hammer. Weird hammer. So, with K.R., with Westphal losing a couple guys, Issa Mod and Wesley Harris is the yep. other guy.
1: Well, Issa's their best player. Yeah, That's so crazy. I don't know how you they're going to come in this for.
3: No, it was just like team conduct or athletic think, university I conduct. I think Issa might have stole Huggins' booze. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Wesley Harris is a wild dude. He punched a guy that stormed the court last year, so That's that guy incredible. don't mess People around. forget that. So. Yeah. So I mean, and maybe Bob's just like you know, this season looks awful. Maybe if I just start kicking everybody off the team, nobody will think it's my fault. And they'll just think it's because we have nobody on the team. So
2: oh, typical huggy bear. Yeah. So I'm always okay. finding something to complain about. I can't wait to see his fat ass on the sideline this week. Oh, <laughs> fat ass! I mean, A-V, I'm bigger ass. than he is, but God, I hate his little stool and his little. He'll, he the thing is with West Va and they always play well in Lawrence. I feel like like all the games are close they'll and we have be some. Up. We that we it's always have than. some crazy comeback, but. I feel like they're one of those teams that will come in knowing it's eight against five or whatever people want to yeah. say, that the refs are going to be against them. And I think it's like three straight years, the first That's... thing Huggins has talked about in his press conferences. He's looking at the foul differential. He's looking at the free throw differential, which last year was pretty crazy. It was like 27 to two yeah, it was or, or 27 to six. It was something <laughs> absurd. But oh, I'll always weird. say, and I don't want to like argue about something that happened a year ago, it was like 19 to 6, which is still crazy. But then he got the double tech. There were fouls late so when they were kind of trying to get back into it. Like it kind of built up at the end. Yeah.
3: And like you said, I mean, West Virginia is always that team that comes in like, oh, we're not going to get any calls tonight. No. And that's why they blow leads, is because it's like they have that, oh, this is going to happen in the back of their head the whole time. And instead of just going out and playing, it feels like they just panic because they start freaking out about calls. And in that game, like where the free throw was so different like they weren't driving they were no. just settling for jumpers
2: the whole game who was obviously it?
3: got some calls but it was not he just Bob Huggins was a hack
2: that was night. it Pat 40 or it was some Mizzou writer or Mizzou grad that's a national writer now he like went like rewatched the game and he couldn't he found like two calls that maybe they could have called they were kind of like borderline I mean there's gonna be missed not calls not every Pat game both that ways guy <laughs> but that's why it was a surprise. It was like a Mizzou grad oh, yeah. standing up for KU and like the refs are always on their side. we which... just
1: say we're going to, we win every game because the refs, yeah, no. that's what the Huggins crowd, might, the crowd might have something to do with it. You right. Know, I mean,
2: like that's always my thing is I feel like home teams are always going to get a favorable whistle. We because, just play better at home. It's obvious. Right. Refs are humans. They're going to like, they don't want to get booed by 16,000 people. Like, I don't know. I feel like regardless of where you're Obviously, at, I mean, look at the K-State game last week. I know we hit yeah. on it a little bit, but, I mean, they got a lot of calls. It yeah. was, what, 12-3 one time at fouls? Yeah. I mean, but they were still doing every call that went against them because they don't commit fouls ever. Mm-hmm. So That's how every home crowd right, is. Right, exactly. It's how home teams are. So
1: And that's what I've been stressing is K-State's great defensively. We've admitted that almost every pod. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you can call touch fouls on us when you don't call them on them. yeah, but It should never be 12-3 to 3 in any game. Right. And if I, it was 12-3 to 3 the other way, you guys both know. Yeah, if it's... If if the in reaction a couple of weeks, from all fan bases.
2: If it's 12-3 at Allen, you can... I will assure you Doug Gottlieb will tweet some stupid-ass comment yep. where he's being sarcastic, being a jackass like he always is. <laughs> and, like, people will be going nuts on Twitter just because it's at Allen. But when it's at someone else's building, it's like...
1: It was a fair call game somehow. Right. Yeah. So, like, Why there's obviously fair?
2: a double standard. No, I'm not trying to say KU doesn't... Get a favorable whistle at home. I think we get a more favorable whistle at home than other home teams. We have for but our like, whole lives. I don't know. It's 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 like a tired routine that just I don't know. It it bothers me. Yeah. Hey, I could rant about this for. I'll hours, say but... this, guys.
3: I don't think the refs are going to have a play in this Saturday game against West Virginia. No. So, AB, he you're hammering, hammering West Virginia or KU minus 15. A-M- what do you got? What do you got on the over under 149?
2: Um. I'm probably going to go under. I think KU yeah. wins like 86-60. Would that be under? Mm, Barely. Like that's 80. 146, I think. Yeah, that's got to be under. So, I don't Good know. I, I don't even know. We probably won't put up 86, but maybe like 82-58 or something like that. I bet we
1: score around 80. Yeah. yeah. So but the thing is, I don't think West Vaughn will score much. They, they don't score no against anyone. now.
2: And I know 15 is a big number, they so made like nine shots in a forty minute <laughs> game against is that good? was it
1: Tech or Oklahoma? Yeah. I
2: think it was Tech. Tech, yeah. Oh that's but I don't know. Like I wanna the, hammer
1: both my picks this week. I wish I could.
2: Double ham. Pick oh. a hammer. Was that your nickname you in high school, Double Hammer? <laughs> both <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Who you got?
1: Both picks I'm very confident, but K U minus fifteen, easy steal, lock of the year. Yeah. The line's going to be close to 20, no question.
3: That's what I'm thinking. I
1: wouldn't, I don't know about 20. I bet 17 or 18, but I just think we win. I bet we win by 25-plus. I think we score, like I said, 80 or 90 points. West Vaughn kind of known as a defensive team that presses. This team doesn't press. They don't yeah. have guys that can do that, like Javon Carter. Mm-hmm. I think easily we win by – I don't even think. I know we're going to win by 20 or more.
3: Uh-oh, he knows. So that's got to be your hammer, right? Yeah,
1: hammer KU, minus 15 right now. If you can get that line somewhere, please take it. Under is going to hit for sure. What is it, 149? Yeah. is going to score 80. 80 plus for sure. West Westfall might score 60, but they're going to be in the 50s, I think. I'm going to make a score prediction. <laughs> I'm going to go 82-58.
2: I just said that. That's your. I just said that. You did. I yeah. I said eighty-two fifty-eight. Wow, I did not hear that. So check, yeah, if that's the, the final score,
1: the what's the? What's I the mean, total there. One forty. I like that. Yeah. I don't. I think the over under is off. I think it's ten points off. I don't see Westphal scoring much. They literally have no scores on their team right now. Who's their best scorer right now? Jordan McCabe, the little white boy guard.
2: <laughs> yeah, the little dribbler guy from Bob Instagram. Huggins
1: might have to play in this game. <laughs> that would be electric. I know that. He that. was on the
2: court last year. People forget. <laughs> it's True. So funny, though, how you
1: say they just come in bitching about calls. It happens every year. Huggins just has his hands up the whole entire game just laughing. Just disheveled, sweaty, just
2: mad. Yeah, he'll no go into the press conference after and he won't we, even say we, anything. He'll just look like at people. It's like we pay the refs or something. Okay. He Hopefully we knows. do. I, I respect what he does as a coach. I can't stand that guy.
3: <laughs> All right, so you've got KU minus 15, Hammer. and you've got the under. under. No question. All right, I'm also taking KU minus 15. But I'm going to
1: take the over.
3: I'm also hammering. I think Kim Palm is very off on this. Oh. I don't think it's – like it's not very likely for Kim Palm to be off, but this just seems off. Maybe he hasn't factored in them losing a mod and them losing uh, – a. Harris, but we're gonna throttle them. This team has confidence. This team can kind of relax for the first time in a long time. Hopefully, they don't relax and lose. But like, they can kind of just go out there and play free. Um, I think we slaughter them. I'm thinking kind of similar to what you guys, 25 to 30. But I'm gonna go with the over. I don't know how it works mathematically with my uh, theory, okay, but you let's, put up let's say we put up 95 and they put up uh, 60, 95 or 65 even.
2: Word barely goes over, I think. Okay, yeah.
3: So either way, my over prediction is mainly gonna be because we're gonna score a ton of points. And if I go back to my last prediction for the KUS Virginia game on this pod, I also took the over because I thought we were gonna destroy them there too. So shout out to me where we scored twenty three points in the first half that game. And And
1: I don't think we scored in the last four minutes. True.
3: So who knows? We I'm a little worried about how confident we all are in this, but there's no
1: way that that we don't cover. Yeah. There's just no they can't score. They have yeah. no scores. Their best score is gone. Harris is actually good, too. So
3: Yeah, he had some big shots against us late. So, we are all are pretty much on the minus 15. I'm on the over. They're on the under. This could be a big week for your boy. I could Maybe officially come no. in the standings. Okay. Um, good week, Turner. <laughs> what? Are you hammering what? KU? I'm hammering KU okay. minus 15. We all got the same hammer. That um, would be
2: weird, folks. <laughs> so, what? <laughs> what? Uh what are, you got prop bets for us? Hit got me. a couple. Okay. Uh fire around, K State, Iowa State, in Bramlage, the octagon of doom. Pick 'em. Who you got?
3: Ooh, I think I'm taking Ugh oh, pick 'em. I gotta, K-State. I gotta
2: take K State. I
3: gotta take K State and pick 'em. I wanna see what happens tonight. That's what I was gonna say. I feel like tonight'll have I think if K State loses tonight, they will lose in Texas. Why don't
1: we just pick both games? Both K State games, since they're up in the big twelve, both games are big to us. Yeah. Should we pick both games?
2: Let's do it. All right, folks. Just because you guys will so be hard. listening to this after the game probably. This is so hard. But let's let's do it. Let's, let's get our live picks start that you start can immediately. K-State, Texas, first. since it's the first game. But this will be fun. You what guys can and tweet and half, at Texas? us tomorrow. Right now it's Texas minus two and a half. I'm going to let you guys go first. I'm going to go, go first.
1: I'm going to go Texas minus two and a half. I think, is it Jackson Hayes? Mm-hmm. Their big man. I think yeah. he's going to have a day against McCall Maywean. I think Osikowski can kind of slow down Dean Wade a little bit. You got Coleman, Kerwin Roach. I think their guards are pretty nice. They play good at home. I'm going to take them two and a half against K-State.
3: <sighs> Dude, see, I want to do that so bad, but I don't know why for some reason this k State team, exp- their experience, and I still think they're going to find a way to lose some games. But I'm not putting my money on Shaka Smart. I think Shaka Smart is a joke. Um And I think he's going to find a way to mess this up tonight. I think the – I'll take the Cats plus two and a half. Maybe Texas still finds a way to win, but give me the Cats plus two and a half in Austin. I think everyone is –
1: They're playing good right now, man. I think with the injury,
3: people are counting them out, and that just scares me. And I think they can kind of use that as motivation or something. I don't know. That's what I'm going with.
1: That's fine. K-State's playing really good. Stokes is hitting shots. Barry, Sneed. Mm-hmm. But I think I think Chada brings a lot of energy off the bench. Yeah, and
3: he's made some of the biggest plays they've had in their last two games. He had Except the freaking windmill that windmill guns. was gross. <laughs> yeah. and then he had the huge play at Baylor where he's like diving out of bounds, saves the ball. the oh, I to think he does Brown a lot dunk, for so. that
1: team. I think that's a big loss. People aren't going to realize it, but I think yeah. it might have a lot to do with the game today. And I mean, it kind of sounds like he might not play Saturday if his yeah. wrist is like that. Well, he's getting surgery, right? Yeah, uh, he he So he's got to be out for a while.
2: You would think so, but, I mean, who was it? I might be off on this. I can't remember which sport. Oh, it was Kendall Fuller, where he had surgery on his thumb or his hand or something, and he almost played the same week. So yeah. I don't know. They didn't. Bruce didn't give us a ton of info on that, but who knows? Well, I'm sure we'll find out more later in the week. But I'm going to take oh – God, I still don't know. I think I'm going to take, take K-State. You think? I think, yeah. The only thing that, the only reason why I want to do that is, the line was Texas minus four earlier. I know I told you guys this, yeah. but
1: you literally texted us and say K State won at I noon said, today because the line's moving. Yeah. So yeah, I, like,
2: I thought maybe Texas's bus like crashed or something yeah. <laughs> in but, Austin. Right. Yeah. <laughs> They're half a mile bus ride to the stadium. Shit. But, um, but no, the line was Texas minus four, and it moved down to Texas minus two and a half, which typically makes me think that Very Vegas suspicious. knows something or a lot of money's coming in on K-State. And it was after the Jada news, so mm-hmm. like I thought it would go the other way maybe, but I don't know. I think Vegas might know something here. That's literally my only reason why I'm going with it. I hope I'm wrong because we need K-State to lose this one. Maybe Texas wins by one. But, uh, but yeah, I think I'm going to ride with K-State. They're playing well.
1: Yeah, so. they are. Um, Iowa State game... Hickam, man, that's tough. I think the reason – I don't even know who – if K-State loses tonight, do we still want Iowa State?
3: That gets tricky because we need Iowa State. I mean, Iowa State losing to TCU was huge. But we still need – Iowa
2: State's schedule is not hard the rest of the way. K-State
1: won in Ames, right? Yeah, we need Iowa State to get to I think that's the start of their streak.
2: So they beat West Vaughn when they were down by 20. Yeah, that was the start of the That streak. was what started okay. it. But then they went yeah. to Iowa State a few days later and won. Which and no surprised one expected them to win. No. Yeah. I think they were a double-digit dog that day. But
1: you guys,
3: someone go. I kind of think Iowa State's going to get revenge. That loss last week to TCU was a bad loss. Um, I think Iowa State goes into Bramlage and gets a big win. So, But I don't know if that's what we want. I think we kind of need Iowa State to get to a fifth loss.
1: Er, Iowa State scares me. They are scary, and I they think, don't
3: have. They have the easiest schedule of anyone left.
2: Yeah. On that note, Ken Palm has Iowa State favored to win every single game the rest of the year. Yeah. So, so and with with K State coming to Lawrence, like you would think that's a loss for them. Mm-hmm. Plus, I mean, Plus you team can't team really team. ask for more. In our situation, like we would control our own. Yeah. Not destiny in that matter, but we would control our own rights to pass them. Say they lose tonight or lose on Saturday, but. I don't know, man. That's tough. I really think it depends on what happens tonight. Yeah. yeah. Like if Texas, if K State loses tonight, I'm sorry. If K State wins tonight, are they really going to go three and zero in a stretch That's where kinda, they play yeah. at Baylor, at Texas, and host Iowa State? Like those are three teams in the top half of the conference. So I don't know. I if I had a gut, since I went with K State tonight, I'll probably take Iowa State. It's tough to sweep a really good team, and I think Iowa State Definitely. ranks like analytically as the best team in the Big Twelve. Yeah. But. Gonna, I don't know. That's, that's truly a toss-up. I don't know if I could change. If I could change the line, I wouldn't. I think that's perfect.
1: I think Texas is going to beat K-State tonight, so I'm thinking K-State goes one and one this week. Splits both. I think they're going to beat Iowa State in Manhattan Saturday. I bet it's a pretty good atmosphere there. I feel like K-State matches up pretty well against case against Iowa State.
3: Yeah, I mean clearly, they. Uh, I think
1: I think Dean is going to have a great game, and I think K-State's guards are actually. I think they match up well with them. I think I don't know who would guard uh, Shayok for them. Maybe Barry
3: Brown, maybe Sneed.
1: Sneed probably. Sneed
3: probably just because he's taller. I think Brown's got to be on one of those I think, good guards. I think K
1: State will beat Iowa State Saturday in yeah. Manhattan.
3: I mean, I think best case scenario right is uh, Texas beats K State tonight, and then Iowa State beats Case, or er, then K State beats Iowa State on uh, Saturday.
2: Yeah, I agree. That's probably the ideal situation. Pull for Texas tonight, and then K State on Saturday. But who knows? We'll see. I'm sure it all play out in our favor, like it does every year. (laughs) Let's
3: hope hook them tonight for sure, baby. Um, I don't know. B turn. You got anything else? This was a little more fun show, right? We got to positivity,
1: baby. Finally,
3: yeah, it was fun. I don't know. You got anything?
1: I just got to say, I feel like a lot of people are doubting us right now. Back's kind of against the wall still, even in the Big Twelve. I feel like we have nothing to lose the rest of the year. So I could see Bill Self taking this team on a run and I think our guard play right now is getting better every game and you got Diedrich and Mitch and Dave are giving you minutes. So I'm starting to get some confidence with this team.
3: Yeah, man. I'm excited. Like I've said over and over again, we've got a lot of people that I think are just getting better and going to continue to get better. So it's gonna be big time. Get a um, clear
1: minded Legerald back and I think we can I mean, I think we can beat anyone in the country when we you got, got him our best defender back. back too. And I, I
2: know I I told you guys this earlier, but if you line up like player to player, I know it's kind of hard to do that, but like this team kind of resembles a 2012 KU team that was kind of all year. You looked at them as like not the most talented KU team you've ever seen. Had some adversity with the conference, mm-hmm. and then. They get hot in March. That was the most fun I've had watching a KU team in March. That's what's yeah. so
1: crazy about that team. Is I was watching that Mizzou KU game the other day, and it was like, I think it was two versus four.
3: or yeah. Something like that. So I mean, they were ranked well, higher all we, year.
1: Were we two or were we four? I think, I we're think four. we were four. Yeah. But we yeah. were top five. Teams it was at we, it point. was a weird
3: year. Like I think more the fan base thought we were worse than the rest of the country thought we were. Right. because so we were we fresh were. off the 2010 year where we lost two games, then lost in the tournament. 2011, 2011. year where we lose PC. two games,
2: losing the tournament. So it's like and that team like talent wise, like first of all we were so we weren't deep at all. Like mm-hmm. it was Connor T and Justin Wesley and Kevin Young coming yeah. off the bench, crazy. and like but like if you look at the starters, I mean Devon Dotson's playing like a, what maybe the best. True point guard in the conference right now. It's
3: getting there. I mean, what he did the other night absolutely was. Right. So it's
2: (laughs) Dot and then Tyshawn next to each other. And then you have T-Rob, who is an All-American, you know, runner-up for player of the year. And then with Diedrich Diedrich right now, who's, you know, he's a borderline first-team All-American, maybe second-team. Probably Big Twelve Player of the Year, I would say right now. Yeah, and for then sure. you go with once we get Marcus back, he and Travis Relaford have gotten comparisons. Like you can go and kind of match each person up one by one.
3: And even Grimes and Elijah, like Elijah wasn't really good. He hit timely shots. So right. That's the thing Grimes got. He to start was doing. incredible in the hit tournament. Yeah, he hit back, big shots, and
2: I think it's that possible, shot against Grimes, Carolina was yeah. all time. I'll never forget that shot that he hit to basically what was it? Put us up six or yeah, nine. It was or something. pretty much just the,
1: every game, even the yeah. Purdue game, second round, we were about yeah. to
3: lose and. He hit some so. big shots. but We've, we've said Malik Grimes turned into Could he turn into Malik? Could he turn into Elijah? Who knows? We could also it. turn into Wayne Silver. But, wow, we've so got live works. finish here. Kentucky, LSU. Kentucky down two. Tyler Hero for the win. Oh. No. Oh. Rebound. Oh, no.
1: Kentucky oh, oh, call a called a foul. That's so fucking soft. <laughs> the refs called a foul. Uh. But, like we've said, I mean, <laughs> worst teams have done it.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's,
1: you got to be hot in the tournament. One think, bad game and you're done.
2: Do you guys think Loyola Chicago last year was better than this KU team? No, no, no. Do no you way, think K State last year is better than this team? No. Like teams make runs; it's part of the tournaments. Why? It, what makes it so I great? Think, to be honest, I think
1: Bill could almost sell to this team that everyone's doubting them and give them some motivation. Play and that in March, and, under yeah, uh, why not? When's KU ever been an underdog?
3: Yeah, well, we played it last year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. a little. Yeah, we played it. We did play it last year. We just we also had a. were not we a one seed? Yeah, I know. But that's why it was so funny. Yeah. Like, our starting we're, lineup for tweeting out. We are like, a one
2: seed. We had betting against us. All-American on the team. It we had, freaking but, worked. But, no, the, I mean, there was some validity with that. There was what that – I remember – I'll always remember a tweet where it had a breakdown of who the experts, so-called yeah. experts, were predicting to go to the Final Four from our region. It was like 17 of them picked Duke, yeah. 12 picked Michigan State, and one picked KU. Yeah. And,
3: I mean, Seth Davis was flat-out hardcore predicting Penn State. He Penn locked it in. Penis. He hammered it. Seed. What an idiot. So, yeah, I mean, it was fair. We definitely had some uh, haters and kind of people didn't take us serious, so it's fair. And I don't think people are going to take us serious either. But we go 8-0 down the stretch here, I think people will start.
2: And kind of like we brought up, who cares what people outside think? If, that's what, if Bill can sell them on that and the players start to believe it, that's yeah. really all that matters. Like, the Patriots just did it. Exactly. Like, Edelman and Brady were going around screaming the whole, you know, bet <laughs> against here. us, still it's here. Too old, too slow. Yeah, not good anymore kind of thing and everyone outside of New England thought that was bullshit. Mm-hmm. I still think it's bullshit. Everyone yeah. thinks it's bullshit, but they went out, they all bought into it. They mm-hmm. went on a run, they won the Super Bowl.
3: Like it's just fun to pretend you're an underdog right. when you're not an underdog. Like it's just it's fun diff- to be like
2: everyone here hates me and thinks yeah. I suck, I'm going to prove them wrong. So we're I hope probably, we do it.
1: We're probably not as bad as like we think like yeah. other No, and I
2: kind of came to that realization our realization the other night like Ochai's playing out of his mind right now he's he looks, probably the best NBA prospect on her team no Dodson's playing like a first team all big 12 right now yeah Diedrich's the player of the year in the conference yeah Quentin Grimes obviously has a ceiling that maybe he can reach maybe he can't but and then Marcus Garrett's like the best one-on-one defender in the conference I would say yeah. so we have the talent I
1: still think we have the athleticism that will it'll make us a tough out in the tournament I right. really do and yeah. what was the stat you
2: saw earlier about the three-point shooters? Yeah, like, I don't have it pulled up. I think Nick Schwartz tweeted it. But, like, we are like, shooting. We have, like, four really, guys in the top 15 in the conference in three-point percentage right now.
3: Yeah, we're like, say. we're shooting pretty well right now. Like, I guess, so, yeah, here's that. Current, KU currently has four of the top 15 three-point shooters in the conference. Vic, sixth at 44%. Dotson, seventh at 43%. Ochi ninth at 42%. Lawson, 13th at 40%. Um so yeah, I mean it's just crazy over the past month, like freaking Quentin Grimes shooting thirty seven percent from three. Like I we, would not have guessed that. I, I would have guessed three percent. Especially after last night, but it's just crazy. And KU as a team is shooting thirty nine point four percent from three over the past month. That ranks number one in the big twelve. So this team's doing things right, they're getting better, they're growing, each player is improving. It's gonna be a really fun yeah. final eight games. I, I think, think
1: the, I mean, I feel like the three point shooting kind of comes from Diedrich, like him getting a lot of attention in the post and kicking out. Yep. So that's gonna be there all year because teams you have to be a little worried about Diedrich. Yeah. Because yeah. he can score from anywhere, and he's like fifty percent from three. I swear, since we started
3: talking about how his percentage is gonna go up.
2: That's the one thing that's progressed since the podcast has started is Diedrich's three point percentage. I feel yep. like I said that. People forget that. Here
3: comes LSU for the win
2: at the buzzer.
0: Oh, I do know. I don't. Think Are they going to count it, count,
2: count, oh, count that. No, we're not going to finish this play. No until. way that counted. Pulse They're celebrating possible. like they just won. No chance. LSU counted.
1: missed a layup. Someone tipped it in. I'm sure you guys watched <laughs> this it. This
3: is electric.
1: Podcast. Reed, Reed
2: <laughs> Travis looks like such a dweeb with some Kleenex in his nose to stop a bloody nose right now. I got to see this replay. I'm sorry for the. I. Non-KU stuff, but you guys hate Kentucky I did ass think it. he got that off. It looked like it. I didn't, I didn't see the light when his hand went up there. We can no. Sit here and watch the whole I just want to see the family. first replay. Oh, Coach Cal's already in their ear. <laughs> Giving him the
1: Julius Randle watch. All right, we can see from right here if he got it. Oh, easily. Easily. Oh, that's in, folks? Yep. Kentucky just lost. LSU oh, goes LSU to at Rupp. the
3: buzzer. Interrupt. And Rupp Wow. LSU...
1: I'll say it. They might be a sleeper to win it all.
2: <laughs> Bro, they're 10-1 in the reviewable? SEC. I don't think so. No yeah, way. It's Nas now it's Reed.
3: Wow. Kentucky just do? lost at home, folks.
2: Is this Higgins? Give it to me. Give him the ant. Count it. I want to oh, see yeah. that let's count. Come on. Let's go. As long as gold not reviewable, then it's counting. Yep. Count that. Count that. What? Oh, my God. What? Wait. Finally. Oh, yeah, it's over. Yeah. LSU won. Let's folks. go.
3: <laughs> LSU upsets
2: Kentucky in Lexington. So, guys, this could be a little big because Kentucky is trying to get on the one line right now. So, I'm going to spin this on how this could be a bad thing for KU. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, if Kentucky, we kind of need Kentucky to get the one seed because the way it sets up, I don't know if any of you guys watched the, like, tournament preview where they did the top four in each region. So, Tennessee is the one in the south. Tennessee and Kentucky can't be in the same region as a one and two because they're in the same conference. Kentucky was the number one overall two seed. They can't be with the Duke, the number one overall seed. So then it's either the West or the Midwest. And, you know, we can't – I don't think we're going to pass Kentucky because they beat us and they're obviously better than us. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, if Kentucky keeps winning or if they lose, they don't get to the one line. They're probably going to stay in the Midwest. We might have to go out West, which is probably, you know, clearly a disadvantage. So,
3: yeah, we do need to soon on a pod, go through like a whole bunch of scenarios that we're looking at and what we want to have happen, yeah, because it'll be obviously Kansas City's the goal, but that seems like
2: it will be tough to make happen. Cut the shit, everyone's saying, "Oh, it worked well last time in Kansas City. We're gonna be this." Shut up! <laughs> like you're telling me you'd rather go to Anaheim and play? Back off! Oh man, I'd we rather. We have gotten off on a tangent. It's fine. It's entertaining. <laughs> so, but no, we appreciate you guys staying with us. Hopefully, you haven't turned us off yet. But For uh... live LSU Kentucky updates. <laughs> um,
3: all right, B turn. Was good. Grab your mic Deal Um You got anything else? Do you yeah. have anything else?
1: No Um I just think we're Gonna start clicking Our guards are starting to play better And we have an elite big man yeah. I think we have a shot Mitch and Dave are gonna keep giving us minutes Energy we'll be okay Yep Let's Hopefully do Marcus it Hopefully Marcus comes back healthy And LeGerald
3: Hammer the Hawks 8-0 Follow us on Twitter At 8 No Seats Pod And uh
1: yeah. Rock chalk.